What's up? Alright. Yep. Uh just woke up. I also just woke up. I have I have gravel gravelly voice from waking up. <clears throat> you have gravel voice. I have gravel voice. I have I have Mike Gravel voice from <laughs> from when from him he was a guy from Twitter, maybe or from politics, basically. Yeah. yeah. And gravel is also the name of a a medicine that I was low-key abusing. <laughs> that's right. Gra- gravel. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a really funny one to abuse because it's, you know, it's Dramamine that, and it's, it's, uh, doesn't really do that much to you. Yeah. Well, it was, it was making me sleepy. I wasn't abusing it. I, I oh, guess okay. I actually wasn't abusing it. It's really funny because I, so gravel is like a, a pill anti-nausea pill that we have in Canada and but it's like behind the counter and I guess I wasn't like you need to talk to a pharmacist to get it and I guess I wasn't abusing it Mm because I was just like taking it like a couple times a week to sleep like maybe two or three times and then I like felt bad about it and I I read the like pulsology oh my god and it said like oh don't I don't know is that is that a French thing Oh, well, whatever, like the, um, is that what it's called in English? <laughs> I think a pathology is, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I've a word. Pos- what, what, what does it mean? A dosage. Is that an English word that I just don't know? <laughs> yeah, it's an English word that you don't know. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Pathology? Pos- yeah, it means dosage. What the hell? I've never heard that. I Just say dosage. I like okay. dosage. Well, I looked up the dosage. Yeah, thank you. I just said like, oh, don't take, make sure not to take more than like eight a day. So actually I, I was fine. That's yeah. Okay. So like you're fine because people take that. I think people do take that as a sleep aid. I'm not, I, I don't, I, I've never done it, but because, because it's drama, it's Dramamine in America, right? I'm I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, and I think you can just like buy it at the airport in America. So oh, it's really yeah, I don't think it's that intense. No, it's fine. Uh, but wait, why why are we? Oh, we were talking. It's because we were talking about about gravel, the the which is also like a type of rock. Uh huh. Sure is. <laughs> yeah. I I mean yeah. <laughs> would you That's, not agree? I I would agree for sure. Do you want to do a water check today? Actually, a water check. The thing about water for me right now is that I'm drinking. Um, I'm drinking one of those uh, cups that you leave in your room for like three days, that still oh, has water lovely. in it. That's lovely. Is I it though? That's like that's like the worst water. water to drink. My favorite well, thing. The is way that I feel food. okay about it is like you're supposed to. Go ahead. Wait, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say my favorite thing about morning after water is like when I burn sage in my room and then I drink my water cup the morning after and it's like smoky. I love that. <laughs> it's smoky like like a like a mezcal cocktail. Yeah, exactly. It makes me feel like I just yeah. paid 20 If you if you'll excuse it. me for a second. If you'll excuse me for a second, I'm going to clear my throat really loud into the mic, okay? Go for it. <clears throat> All right. All better. Beautiful.
I'm today I'm drinking uh, tap water again. Um, but this time from Alberta. Yeah. So no lead for me. Okay. So you're no, you're drinking Brita water. You're drinking Brita water, it's completely different. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Cause, yeah. cause it goes through the process of going into the, uh, in through the Brita filter, which, which I guess alchemically transmutes it into a different substance. Oh, lovely. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's scientific fact. Beautiful. This is a, I this is a podcast about, about water, the science of water, um, more so than anything else. The way of water by James Cameron. The way oh avatar, avatar way of water yeah yeah <laughs> I guess that that's what we should have called it huh <laughs> it would have been really funny if we named our podcast Avatar the Way of Water actually Cup of Water podcast we before we named it that we like looked it up to see if it was taken and it is there's another podcast name Cup of Water podcast and it's a Christian podcast about Jesus and we were like yeah it's probably fine. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, they're not. I don't think you can get like sued over using a podcast name, and I, I think, I don't, I don't think anybody. I, I mean, maybe, maybe five people will listen to this podcast that we're putting out, and I think those no, five exactly. people probably do not also listen to Cup of Water podcast. Uh, yeah, on the the Christian version. The Christian. I thought I th- it was it like for kids. It was like Bible stories, right? No, no, I don't think it's for kids. I think it's like um or lord provides or whatever like it's a very i don't know i'll listen to it at some point i'm kind of curious okay. but yeah we should buy their merch yeah me too actually. i love i and love like when our lord it. provides yeah we should buy their merch and i think that would be really funny I, they have merch they do Wait, they have merch <laughs> they do <laughs> yeah we should buy oh, it and resell it. <laughs> okay so maybe they are kind of a, like a big operation they only have like five episodes you know their merch is like four hundred dollars for a (laughs) t-shirt but i I have been wanting more christian swag lately because i think it's cool oh i love christian i have i have a shirt with like a big cross on it (laughs) Hmm? in montreal um there's this guy who's like a, a missionary type guy um he hangs out in downtown montreal and his thing is that he is Christian, but he's also goth. And he makes these, like, right. he has these, like, custom-made jackets made for him that say shit, like, Vampire mm-hmm. of the Lord. And it's it's really <laughs> awesome. He gives out, like, cards and he holds, like, Jesus signs or whatever. He's great. Do, is he, like, goth in, like, the, the, like, the 80s, 90s sense where he does just, like, look like yeah. a vampire? Yeah, he's like he's really old. Or is he like hot topic goth? No, no, he's he's an old oh, guy. Oh, okay, he's that like makes Chad, it better. Yeah, Chad goth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he rocks. So he he probably has has been for a goth for like a <clears throat> a good amount of time. No, absolutely. I feel like Montreal is such a trad goth city. Like especially when you go to the outskirts, like the suburbs, it's a a very goth. Dude, that's awesome. City. Yeah. I need to li- I need to live in like a city that has all the ha- that that has all the stereotypes that has goths and and preppies <laughs> and, and jocks and and, uh, and and yuppies. Yeah, oh, I, I need to. That. There needs to be like a jock neighborhood, like a jock subculture in New York that I can, you know, like people who are really into into high school football. Well, I think maybe you had that when you lived in Portland. That's the type of people that I need to be around. 
I love that. Um, but yeah, the reason why we're up so early doing this podcast is because I need to repaint a room in my apartment. Um, because I have a new roommate moving in and I want to be nice and paint her room for her so that she can come home to like a beautiful new room. But I accidentally bought glossy paint instead of uh, like regular matte. So now I have to do like two coats of paint and repaint the whole thing. And it's really stressing me out. And I have to do that later today. You're literally, you're, you're giving her... Th- the landlord special yeah and i was like just on like, purpose you're on purpose <laughs> yeah okay, but, no, I was but like the thing thinking. is go ahead no we were we, we were talking about this earlier that that uh i kind of fuck with the landlord special oh my god okay can we pause <laughs> hold on landlord jesus christ i think i might be talking into the wrong side of my microphone or the right side and my gain is way how does my voice sound to you it sounds perfect it sounds great Okay. Yeah. Don't worry I'm going to turn it. the gain down a little bit. <laughs> test, 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 test. Is that too loud? Test, test, test. It no, sounds that's good. Perfect. You sound great. Awesome. Okay. Yep. Um. Wait. Can you? Can you? Can you remind me? <laughs> can you tell me this? The 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 line. Can you tell the the landlord thing again? Or the the fucking? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still loopy. No, no problem. Um, yeah, but I kind of like the landlord special. Honestly, I think it slays. I think that landlords are right when they do it to you. Like, I would much rather have the landlord special than, like, a landlord who forces me to live with ugly ass trim. And oh my god! I, Wait, yeah, no, I, I'm one hundred percent in agreement with you about this. If I, I would, yeah. I would so much rather live in like an, an apartment that that like was maybe was maybe was once beautiful, but has been painted over so many times that everything is just kind of chunky. Um, but you can that. still see like the molding. Yeah, it's beautiful. It There's something feel, like really yeah. romantic it about it. Feel like I'm I'm living in a in a grotto and I'm like a hermit. And this is like yeah, exactly my little like stalactite um, moment because everything is so like rounded and chunky <laughs> from like a thousand coats of paint, and I think that's beautiful. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been giving her the landlord special, and I, yeah, I, I completely fuck with that, and that's totally fine. Yeah. How's, um... it, it, they, I, I definitely have it in my apartment, but uh, I definitely have it in my apartment, but um, we don't have, we don't even have crown molding, which is something that I've been like very, you know, vocally upset to my landlord about. I'm tired. I'm, I'm sleepy because I, I stayed up really late with my girlfriend and we, we went and saw Bo is Afraid, um, oh, which is that new. Oh my God. <laughs> I, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I'm not going to lie. I was um, extremely on the biggest edible that I've ever taken in my entire life. And so I loved it. And I thought it was like <laughs> one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> and so I kept, I kept like talking it up with my friends and, and I, uh, 
was like, you have to see this movie. It's like, like they take so many risks. Like I get what people are saying about, uh, you know, like, like pe- why people don't like it, but it was so emotionally affecting to me. And then I watched it again and I was just like, wow, this is, this is dog shit. This is like the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and that is just like, I think that just means that movies are meant to be watched high because then they'll be better. And that's just like fine. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's okay. I'm looking up like what it's even about because I, I just saw like the poster or whatever. It, the synopsis is really long. So fuck it. Yeah. You don't, it's um, yeah. You don't have to read the synopsis. It's not, it's just, it's one of those movies where like a bunch of stuff happens to a guy and he just like goes from thing to thing to thing. <laughs> Which is honestly one of my kind of one of my favorite movies, like what one of my favorite kinds of movies. But in this case, um, I don't know. Watching it, watching it sober, made me realize how fucking evil it is, and how much Ari Aster wants to kill people in real life. Um, God, not because he's like a horror director, but because he, you know, is a he. It comes across in his movie that he is maybe one of the angriest people in the entire world. <laughs> I'm not really into horror lately. I feel like horror is it's over. It's done. But I feel this way every spring where I'm like, I only want to watch wholesome content. And then I'll feel totally yeah. different in September. So come Halloween. Get with a grain yeah. of salt. <laughs> Halloween is a perfect time for horror movies, in my opinion, because it's Halloween is scary and so are horror movies. Exactly. Is there yeah, anything would you, you not, Would you to? not agree? I, I need to I stop agree. saying "Would you not agree"? That's like, the... <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll I'll just start saying "Do you agree?" Yeah, and it'll sound a lot more blunt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about the whole the whole "Call Me by Your Name" situation. Um, because oh. we were talking about "Call Me by Your Name." Yeah, <laughs> like because we were talking about call me by your name yesterday because i had a realization Bernard um, just called me in a panic i did like okay so (laughs) i have this call me by your name incest theory and i um sent a text to bernard yesterday and i was like um Hey, can I discuss my call me by your name incest theory tomorrow on the podcast? And they called me in a panic being like, wait, (laughs) so call me by your name isn't about incest. (laughs) So you just found out. I was, I was walking to the subway. (laughs) I just found out I, for this, this whole time. And I, 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 I've never seen the movie to be fair, but like, you know, I, I, I just, cause it's like, it, it, it's such a it feels like a taboo movie so i was like this like this has to be like the about incest it has to be that they're cousins and apparently they're just like an age gap of what like four years and like that's the big well, scary thing um, the- Shalom's character is 17 and i think oh um Yikes. hammer's character is 24 or 25 damn uh that i I, yeah i guess that's kind of a yeah damn i mean uh, no wonder i didn't watch it that's that's fucked up i mean that's fine (laughs) (laughs) that's fucked up i like i age gaps are so toxic man 
I honestly like don't care. I feel like it's fine. I feel like in the context of the movie, it's like hot and sexy. I kind of don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of call me by okay. your name. Well, I care. And it's mostly about right. the age gap, obviously. But and you've never seen call me by your name, right? Right, right. You you had me watch the trailer. So now I, 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 I get it, I guess a little more. Okay, yeah, I just want you to, like, get the general vibe of the movie that it's, like, very, like, it's kind of like, oh, what if, like, really sexy people, like, were hanging out in the most beautiful house in the world and nothing bad happened and, like, there were a bunch of, like, Sufjan Stevens songs and, um, yeah, it's, like, very utopic. Like, homophobia doesn't exist, basically. Um, right, right. It's like... Wait, so, so it's not like a... Oh. It, but it, it's a gay love story, though, right? Like... Yeah. But there's no, like, okay, homophobia okay. or anything. Like, the yeah. <laughs> the characters are very much, like... I don't know. It's so funny to, like, talk about Call Me By Your Name, a movie that came out in 2017, like trying to explain the plot because everyone has seen it but (laughs) (laughs) it's very much like I don't know like the um, characters that Timothy Chalamet's parents um in the movie his character's name is Elio his parents are like oh yeah you should like fuck that like older guy like we're really chill with it like don't worry um that's awesome actually i thought from the trailer i thought it would i thought it would be like uh i thought it would be like his parents want him to be with it because there was a girl in her in 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 her underwear in the trailer and i figured that it would be about him having to like choose between what his family wanted and what he wanted but i guess maybe it's not even one of those movies it's just a movie where like people hang out and and have a nice time yeah it's it's literally that it's very like fuel robin backpack coded like very feel oh, good. I love and... feel Revan backpack. <laughs> Nothing bad happens. I think um, I have. I still have my feel Raven backpack. I like it. Yeah, I think you should wear it. But uh, Ring of my I uh I I have a thing about calling call me by your name that I like just remembered. <laughs> um, my roommates and I were were at brunch a couple months ago, and we were we were talking about movies, and we were like, they need to make they need to uh, remake Harold and Maude. But they need to, they, and and you know, like for the modern generation, and we like kept pitching our ideas for it. It was like, oh yeah, wait, like so so. Uh, Cat Stevens, you know, did the music for it. So we're like, you know, who could do the music? Oh, maybe Sufjan Stevens. And they're like, okay, wait, who would be? Who's like the new it boy that could play like a fifteen year old? It was like, oh, Timothy Chalamet. And we didn't realize <laughs> until like twenty minutes in that we just reinvented "Call Me by Your Name." <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. I've never read it's literally just the same movie. <laughs> oh, can you hear my cat? What's the what's the oh your cat? <laughs> yeah, I can hear your cat. You never <laughs> thought about what? Um and no, I never heard of this. Like, what's the thing you said? Like Oh, Harold and Maud. It's like a it's like a movie where a 15-year-old um falls in love with like a 85-year-old woman. So it's a little it's a little more stretched, oh, okay. but it's from the 70s, you know, so it's completely 
I'd say oh. that that age gap is about the same with you know with age age gap inflation. <laughs> yeah, it's the deflation. It's the same as a seventeen year old uh, having sex with a twenty four year old. I honestly think that in twenty twenty three, I really don't think it's that bad because if like every seventeen year old twink is like on grinder, like having sex with grown men, that's fine. I don't. Mm. I, don't I think. think I think bad. that it's bad. I, I think that it's bad for the record. It's bad <laughs> for the record. I I think it's fine. Um, but there there is like for a movie in which like basically nothing bad happens. Um, there's surprisingly a lot of discourse. Well, I guess not surprisingly, considering that it involves like sex with a minor. But um, there is a lot of discourse. It's kind of like. As the first blooms of spring emerge, so does Call Me By Your Name discourse. Like, it's very cyclical. It comes back every year. <laughs> and every time... <laughs> every year. Okay, people... so what's what's this? What's the latest one? Well, every it's, it's always the same thing. Every time people are like, oh, like, the age gap is really bad or whatever. And actually, Oliver is, like, a villain because he's, like, grooming right. the 17-year-old or whatever and also he's um, he's played by by army hammer right who right, like ate, by army ate hammer, in real life who is does cannibalism that was crazy by the way i feel like yeah. we forgot about that a little too quickly forgot about um, the cannibalism thing Did, yeah. i mean he probably still does it he probably still eats people yeah i watched a like documentary for like the house of uh hammer documentary and like at first, I was yeah. like, oh, he's just, like, really, like, kinky. Like, he just has, like, really weird kinks. <laughs> but as it developed, and they were like, yeah, like, he was, like, sexually assaulting women for, like, five hours straight. I was like, well, actually, <laughs> actually, that's, yeah, that's you're, kind well, okay, of, okay, yeah. that's kind of bad. That's really bad. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, um, you, pulled, you, you pulled your collar, like, Rodney Dangerfield, and you're just like, you know, like, oh, yeah. yikes. My my heart really you had a goes yikes out moment. for for the victims, but it's truly um, yeah. it sucks because Call Me by Your Name is a really good uh, movie and he looked really hot in it, so that ruins it a little bit. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a kind of a bummer. Also, recently under fire for dating Kylie <laughs> Jenner, <laughs> which why I... is he under fire for that? Because people are disappointed that he likes normal hot women, but I feel oh, like that's very of course expected. he does. Yeah, exactly. Of course he does. Yeah, like who, he's who's he gonna date? Fucking the the Joe Biden, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Like he's not gonna date L. R. Ermhoff because they're too. <laughs> oh, that would be too similar. That would be beautiful, though. I would love to see that. But no, of course he likes like a, a hot girl with like big tits. Like that's. What yeah. guys do? I think they need to have him date a guy for publicity. If they make Call Me By Your Name too, they should have him date a guy as like stunt advertising. <laughs> they should have him date uh, yeah. Army Hammer, but Army Hammer, <laughs> like yeah. in real life. <laughs> in real life, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a bit of meta advertising. It's it's world building. Yeah. It's a it's an ARG. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then well, wait, like... but what was the what's the incest thing? Okay. Um... So nobody's talking about this. Everyone is always talking about the um, 
like age gap, but call me by your name is like bizarrely incest coded for some reason. And I feel like no one has really noticed. (laughs) But there's like obviously like And I noticed. Yeah, you noticed from (laughs) just like hearing about it. So Yeah, I was like, oh it's an incest movie, like a like rumor (laughs) of the heart. Yeah, like uh the dreamers. Um but it's like bizarrely incestuous. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously the age gap like adds to it, but there's also like the whole like the whole like vibe of it is very like incest like vibes, like very like stepbrother. It's like they share um <laughs> they share like a bathroom that's in between like two like rooms. That's very kind of like brother oh, yeah. feeling and they kind of like have to sneak around and hide from the parents. Uh, but eventually. Yeah, that's brother like, sister coded. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And eventually the dad is like, actually like, hey, like we know about you and Oliver and that's fine. And you can fuck <laughs> him. So the dad is like. Okay, okay that's not it. incest coded. Well, the I'll I'll get to it later, but the the, the, the like, canonically <laughs> supports incest. Um, <laughs> and what? Okay, wait. Like in the movie, completely no, unrelated. He he just like book. says, "I I support incest." In the book. Oh, in the book. Okay. He, he loves incest. Wait. What what do you what do you mean? Does he lo- he he loves doing incest or he just loves? Oh, I'll, I'll I'll get to it. Um, I'll get to it. Loves it as a concept. I'll get. To, I'm just talking. Okay, about okay, okay. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, they okay. kind of like okay, start with the movie. Yeah. Uh, their parents or whatever, and it's giving very like incest vibes. Um, another right. incest vibes. Right? <laughs> I'm getting real incest vibes from this, but truly, I okay another. <laughs> Um, thing is that two of the Sufjan Stevens songs in the movie have incest lyrics. Um, the first one, no, yeah, come on, (laughs) it's true. The first one is, um, in Mystery of Love when he says, um, cursed by the love that I received from my brother's daughter. Like the song is about being in love. Oh my with your God. What? Cur- your from my brother's daughter. Yeah. Your niece. Huh? Like the song is about being in love with your niece. And then. How the has other... nobody noticed that? I didn't notice I that. <laughs> I know. No one's talking about it or they're just like choosing to ignore it because it's too weird, <laughs> but I'm, I'm bringing the light onto it like i'm not afraid to speak on it um no please you're speak you're you're speaking for um i don't know for who you're for the masses. you're uncovering sufjan stevens weird weird vibe i'm unraveling the mysteries <laughs> um, and then in i believe uh futile futile devices he says um I think of you as a brother, although that sounds dumb. And it's like about thinking of your significant other as your brother. Um, Also, the song that Elio plays for Oliver on the piano is a melody that Bach composed for his brother. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) How you're diving so deep into this. This, You have like you have like points. It's crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, um, what might be like the the most like confirmation of this theory is that in and I haven't read I read the first book. Oh, also in the book, there's this whole thing about how like they're both um Jewish and how like significant that is because they're both circumcised and they're like the blood from her mm. um foreskin. It's like the blood that we shared in the womb or whatever. And they're all like, we're brothers in circumcision because we both bled from her dick or whatever it is. (laughs) Uh Um, Yep. (laughs) And then, okay. So I, I haven't read the second book. It's called find me, but um, my friend Erica read it and she relayed this information to me, but the second book, is um about basically um elio's father he meets this woman on a train and he has an affair with her Mm -hmm. and she talks about she has like an incest kink and (laughs) she like wanted Mm -hmm. to fuck her brother and elio's father is like that's awesome i love it um and then bro <laughs> and then they decide so this to... happens in multiple books and multiple characters yeah andrew Asimov, he's he's kind of a freak um that's yeah that's horny i don't know how i feel about that it's re- it's really I horny. i think I'm, I'm i'm sticking to uh to young adult fiction <laughs> for me please call me by your name as truly it's like stepbrother porn for soft like indie girls it's stepbrother porn for people who own like a fiola robin backpack honestly um (laughs) and then okay so she yeah i mean because because this beautiful woman who loves incest and he's like that's so awesome and then they have they decide to have a son together and they named the son Oliver, who, which is the name of Elio's mm-hmm. um, boyfriend in the movie. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. So, yeah. That my, so that Elio and Oliver can be together again. So, yeah, I think that Call Me By Your Name is, like, strangely incest-coded. There's probably more things. <laughs> I'm, like, rereading the book, so I, I don't have all the like all the proof with me right now but i i need someone to like look into this and i don't know why it's incest coded like i know everything everything you're saying is pretty damning <laughs> i think so i i think it's incest coded honestly i thought about it and i think that the reason why it's incest coded is because it's like hot and like andre Asman has like an incest fetish um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty straightforward. I can't, I can't think of another reason. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think I'm right. Um, but yeah, also, okay, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you've, you've, of, uh, you've convinced me. Oh my god! <laughs> speaking of, uh, call me by your name, like weird um, content. The <laughs> this isn't in the movie, of course, but okay. And I want to like put out that I read the book when I was like seventeen years old, like way before the movie came out. 
And when I saw that they were making a movie about it, I was like, no way, because the book is really weird. And I was like, I don't think that the the world is ready to see this. I was very surprised that they actually went through with it. But yeah, I read the book at 17 because I... um, when I was 17, I was, like, obsessed with the idea of being, like, an intellectual, but I meant it in, like, a yeah. like a 60-year-old gay man way, where I just read, like, erotica. But <laughs> Oh, sure, yeah. But, like, highbrow erotica. So you meant, you meant it in, like, a cooking nice meals way, like, you're intellectual about, about like, cooking a beautiful meal, like, yeah. a beautiful, like, a sensual <laughs> meal. Yeah, exactly. Um... So in the book, yeah. there is this. There's just there's no way to romanticize intellectualism. Okay. No, exactly. Do you want to talk about um, patriotic hyperbop twink? I'm gonna let my cat in because she's she's screaming. I'll be okay, right back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did want to talk about him. Um, I'm I'm going. Okay. Okay, go and 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 we'll we'll cut back into it. Uh, no, I, I did want to talk about him. Um, this is, this is a guy that TikTok has been throwing at me for some reason. Um, I think TikTok found out that I like, like, people who make music that people get, like, mad at, like, people who make, you know, quote unquote bad music. Um, but this guy, I, 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 I get why people make fun of him or whatever, but I truly like pretty, pretty unironically, am like obsessed with this guy. His name is Jubal. His name is Jubal Thomas, <laughs> and he has maybe I I tried to count. He has maybe what a hundred billion TikToks promoting his music, and they're they're like all weirdly patriotic. He's holding an American flag, and like I, I'd say at least <laughs> at least half of them, maybe more. Um, but the reason that I'm like obsessed with him is because he has this like obsession with America and like nuclear war. And he just seems like it's like such a throwback for me because I feel like nobody is obsessed with nuclear war anymore. And I think nuclear war is like people were so intrigued by it. And every single like movie and song was about how we're all going to die from like nuclear attacks. And I think it's just such a cool throwback from like 2006, like hit, his main song is literally about like, what if there was a nuclear war in the summer? And the, the chorus is like big yellow rockets. They go boom. The world is ending way too soon. And I'm like, damn, like facts, like, <laughs> like weirdly evocative, maybe not on purpose, but it's like, I mean, the other thing about him is that he's like, he's like a good songwriter, I think, but his music is produced very like, like a uh, template and he, like he has kind of a lisp. So I think, yeah, so there's something kind of uncanny about his music, but I'm still, like, obsessed with it. What I um, love about have you, this Have you, guy, like, scrolled his page? Yeah, what I love about this guy is that his music is so, it's very, like, 100 gags adjacent. Like, it's so, like, edgy somehow, but he looks completely normal, and he looks like a, <laughs> like, annoying, like, suburban twink. But his music is right. incredibly like edgy and cutting edge to me. Like it's very avant-garde. And Oh, extremely. It's yeah. super interesting. And it's like, like he looks like 
I don't know. I don't know who I could compare him to. Like, just like a really normal gay guy. Like, he he looks, of- he has like a pretty face, like a girl. He's like, and, and he, <laughs> he also looks, I don't know how old he is. Like, it's kind of impossible for me to tell. I think he's very young, like maybe. But uh, I, what what people saying he looks like like Charlie D'Amelio, and I just don't know who that is. Yeah, he's like a, a beautiful twink who writes patriotic, edgy, hyper pop music. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, but everyone in TikTok is like really, really mean to him, and they're like, "Damn." This is, you know, like this, this, uh, this flopped, you know, people love saying like that. This is a song ever. And I'm like, come on, Jubal. No, we're, Jubal we're is doing fans. so much more than like, than I personally could do. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I think he's you, really smart. I think he's on, insightful. On Instagram? No, I don't. I think I need to. Yeah. On the cup of water. Um, IG. Yeah. Maybe. And Loki, so he's on, he's been on rotation for me lately. <laughs> You like yeah. actually listen because to you need music. to see what he looks like. No, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I actually do. He has a song about taking acid on the Fourth of July. Oh, that's awesome. Which is like that. That that's so like that's so Southland Tales. That's so two thousand six America. That's so like Bush era. You know, yeah, and he he, like he a, seems like the kind of like like from the Bush era. Exactly, and and he got like a he got like a like a femboy makeover, and he's so like. He's he's so sincere about it. He seems like like a guy that would get laughed off of American Idol in like 2006. No, but he's he's genuinely incredible. Like that's his vibe. He's so talented. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah. I love you I love you ball. <laughs> I also wanted to um touch on another TikTok phenomenon. Um it's a beautiful man named Chris. He seems to live out of a trailer. Oh, the wait, the the Reiki guy. Yeah. Well, he invented this this uh sport. Oh no, the- <laughs> Oh, I fucking this- love this guy. I'm yeah. obsessed with this guy. Me too. <laughs> this is this, the the peace uh, hooks guy. Yeah, the peace hook guy. <laughs> He invented this discipline called peace hooking. And it's very funny. (laughs) Discipline. (laughs) (laughs) The way he talks about it, he talks about it as if he didn't invent it. And this is like a thing that people know of. (laughs) But when you look up peace hooking on the internet, it's all him. So (laughs) like he definitely invented it. And I, it's hard to describe. I'll post more videos of him on Cup of Water Instagram. But it's honestly hard to describe what he does. He kind of like plays around with these like big hooks. And it's kind yeah. of, um, he, he, oh, my cat wants to be a part of this. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, she's. He, I love your cat. She's meowing. Oh right my God. Cat cast. <laughs> cat cast. She's on the microphone in the podcast. Yeah. She really is was like um, I, right into it, but um, Chris, he's the guy. <laughs> he like plays around with these like big hooks, and I guess he he does it to a lot of like Coldplay songs, and like part of it seems to be like a dance, and part of it seems to be he calls it isometrics, um, 
And part of it seems well, to be... He calls uh, it what? Heisometrics? Heis- yeah. Um, he says it's like acupressure as well. So it's like unclear if it's like a dance or like he's kind of like juggling with them. If it's like a discipline, <laughs> if it's a sport, if it's like something that he does like therapeutically, like it's very unclear what the goal is there. Um, But he plays around with these hooks and he is kind of like an older guy who lives what seems to be like out of a trailer or like a mobile home. Um, He listens to a lot of Coldplay and (laughs) I kind of went into like a peace hook deep dive yesterday (laughs) and i realized that his like a a deep dive yeah a deep dive i realized that his um tiktok likes were public which is such a gold Mm -hmm. and i went through his wait so what what kind of people are liking him no like what he's liking Um, oh my god oh what is what what is he liking yeah like all of his likes are either um tourist traps like only fans advertisements basically or yeah not not surprised not surprised (laughs) not at all or um dave chappelle clips or like louis ck clips (laughs) (laughs) okay so i i guess i i kind of thought i kind of thought maybe that he was like a zen guy who had just like invented a way to like move these hooks very mindfully because when you watch it it's not like he's the okay like the thing the thing (laughs) about the peace hooks i think the most important thing is he it's like the kind of discipline that you would do that you would do really elegantly and mindfully it's it's like like i'm trying to think of like the like you know like that ball that that people used to move around in their hand and like keep it still exactly exactly fushigi it's it's it looks like it's supposed to be like that but instead he's just kind of like gently moving these and they look like like back scratchers or something or like like massage sticks yeah. and he's just kind Where of like holding them and moving those? them around and <laughs> I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out what they are. I think I I think they might be like like one of those like therapeutic hook massagers, but I I, I think if I looked at it I would take that back. But it's it's so funny because he's just moving them around languidly in like no particular way. And I'm almost wondering if it's like, it, it, I looked at him and was like, is this supposed to be like a fractal thing where like he's forming like a very, very complex pattern with his movements over like hours and hours. But then I think maybe not. I think maybe he's just deluded and is um, uh, moving hooks around on camera. No, and it looks completely random. And the thing is that he is, he's kind of like giving peace hook um, courses on TikTok, <laughs> but he doesn't seem to <laughs> no even... Way. Yeah, he doesn't seem to even have like a grasp on his own sport, honestly. Like he he is not very good at it. Like I don't know what it is and I can tell that he's not good at it. <laughs> well maybe maybe he invented it and he's still learning it. Maybe he's okay. in the process of inventing yeah. it and, and he's yeah. he's it's something he invented something process. that you have to like Okay. The guy that invented the guy that invented like blacksmithing probably wasn't amazing at it. Like sometimes you just have to hone a craft over years and years, you know? So maybe maybe in in I mean, he doesn't really look like he's gonna live very long, I'll be completely real. But um <laughs> if he makes it another twenty years, maybe he'll be uh maybe he'll be 
making beautiful fractal patterns with the peace hooks. No, exactly. But for now, he's just flying around every which way. <laughs> um, the Coldplay thing too, I like. I admire. He's not putting like relaxing music behind it. It's not like a. It's not like a Zen thing. It's not like a religious thing. It's it's like juggling, I guess. But yeah. they're called peace hooks, so it's. Okay, I'm sorry. This is. I'm getting mad about this now. <laughs> well, he he. It really like gives off the vibes that it's maybe more of like a therapeutic, um, like thing for him to do, where he seems to be. Yeah, but he's also like treating it as if it's like a sport or a discipline because in his courses, he's saying things like how to be. A, he he has kind of like a, a raspy voice. He's saying like how to be a mm-hmm. pizza hooker. Can you can you do his voice? Four. Okay, level four pizza hooking, and he's put out several <laughs> pizza hook videos where he's like explaining what pizza hooking is, but he never explains it. He's always like, okay, so I've got yeah. these hooks and I like move them around and it's very important for for isometrics and acupressure or whatever, but he never explains what it is or like how to do it or why he does it or like how he came <laughs> up with it. He's truly fascinating. Another piece of uh, Chris, the peace hooker uh, lore that I found out is that he's a Pisces. Um, lore. Just like me. And it was like oh, okay. a shocking revelation, gotcha. but it also makes so much sense. When I found out that he was a Pisces, what did you what did you think he was? Well, of course he's a Pisces. Like that's not actually surprising, but it forced me to like face my myself and my reality that this is a, a part of myself as well. And in an alternate right. universe, maybe I am peace hook guy. Like we're one and the same. We're two sides of the same coin. Right. And and I think in an alternate universe, too. I'm Jubal. Yeah. No. Exactly. I think you could be. Um, right. You could be him in this universe. I'd I'd love to be Jubal. He has a face like a doll. <laughs> he he's looks like he's made out of like porcelain or like. He looks he looks like a Barbie. No, he's he's gorgeous. He has like the perfect twink. Yeah, he's face. beautiful. Can you hear my cat drink water? <laughs> she's drinking my cup of water. No. No, she's drinking your cup of water. That's fine. Okay, no, uh alright. I have to I have to go to brunch, so maybe we should end it here. Okay, I feel like we got a, a good run. But um yeah, oh, yeah thank you so much for thank you so much for tuning in. Um hope oh you have my a good time. I love podcasting. <laughs> bye. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, bye.